What it is, y'all. Welcome back to the Two Coin Podcast. It's your boy, Ronnie. And I'm your boy, Waleed, the other side of the coin. And this episode is brought to you by toilet paper, Lysol. Hand sanitizer. All of the above. Make Soap. Sh- make sure you stack up. Water. L- liquor. Yeah. <laughs> liquor. <laughs> liquor, because niggas going to be in the house just bored. Bro, we going to be in the house bored as fuck. <laughs> Gonna be sitting here like, God damn, what am I gonna do for the next fucking? Hey, hey, not me though, man. I'm a I'm a man of God, so I don't do that stuff. Hey man, you know me. But hey, did you, you did you wipe down these um these microphones? Cause I don't know who the fuck been using them and who the fuck got the Roni and who doesn't. Hey, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, bro. I did not wipe down these microphones because the last time these microphones were touched was brought to you by Two Coin Podcast, bro. So if I got sick, that means I just in, infected myself, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Because you ain't infect shit. Bro, we ain't on that Rudy Gobert shit, bro. When the fuck did anybody touch this mic outside of you and me? Bro, honestly, Rudy Gobert was on some bullshit. Bro, that's the most childish shit. I get it. Like, he got sick or he got diagnosed or whatever. Bro, it ain't even about... Bro, it's just the timeline of shit. Because I didn't... You, I'll keep it a buck with you, bro. I didn't realize that he did that until, at the until after he got diagnosed. It's like, damn, you, like, you had the Roni and you did that shit. Two days. Two days before that, you literally did that. Bro, that's like, that's gotta be the definition of ultimate karma. And by that, we mean when he was on the fucking um, podium post game. Uh, the last game the Jazz played before he got diagnosed with fucking, uh, what is it? Rona. I was, I was about to say mesothelioma. <laughs> <laughs> Coronavirus. C O V I D 19. Yeah, so the, the game after, or the game before he got diagnosed, he was on the podium after they won. He was just fucking touching everything, just on some joke bullshit. And yeah, now we are here. Fucking the NBA had to get canceled because some French. It would be the French motherfucker that got the coronavirus, bro. You know what the funniest thing is? Is I just remember like the day before Rudy got that shit right. Y'all, when I say y'all, I'm talking about you, DJ, and Kevin walk around the house. Man, black folk is good. We all chilling, bro. bro we we ain't scared get that shit. We scared, but for the most part, we immune. I would love. Hey, I listen. Did. Hey, hear me out. I would love to see the statistics. Of all of the fatalities and all the cases around the world, what percentage of them are black? Nah, hey, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I, say, I I'm, would love to see that. Number. I'm just saying. I'm laughing at the irony. Literally, what was it? The eighth of March, the day before that shit apparently came. Because I remember it was a couple of days before fucking uh, Rudy Gilbert came by. We, you know, we was all chopping it up. Man, you know, black folks is good. This and that. Rudy gets it. Then they said Emmanuel Moutier. And then, he got it. And, and now that's Donald what motherfuckers Mitchell. was thinking like. But, bro, these these are niggas that Rudy Gobert just be touching. On the daily. Bro. Pause. All day. But, like, I was going to say, <laughs> does Rudy Gobert count as black? Bro, you talking about, like, 100% black folks. The yeah. motherfuckers have got the black gene. Because this is coming from you being a Sudanese motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not talking about a mixed breed. Then again, like I said, bro, being mixed, it adds a different element to things. I'm looking at, bro, the reason why I say this is because me and my pops had a conversation about this. And we were talking about how Indians are kind of cool off of this corona shit. <laughs> me and my pops were talking about how Indians are pretty awesome. Nah, no, nah, I'm talking about look, the dead ass, bro. Like, how Indians don't really got to worry too much. Yeah, as long as we do what we got to do and handle. Bro, do you realize how many other fucking diseases are killing my people? Exactly, bro, that's what I was saying. Like, when niggas were asking me, like... Come on now. Yo, how is it affecting Sudan as a third world country? Like, bro, we're... we're it's not! No, no, it's, it's motherfuckers that are, that are walking around with a disease that don't even know they have it. Like, they're showing symptoms, but they just be thugging it out. And it's not even, like, a confirmed case, because, like, the country is so poor that you don't even have enough money to be able to accurately bro, you talk about the confirmed Americans, cases. You, talk, you talking about Americans over here tripping about they can't get a test? Tell me how many tests were fucking conducted on Sudanese people in the past fucking week. Probably zero. Probably zero. Like, you feel me? And they fucking... The other day, we just announced that we shut our whole... um Our airport down. All of our airports in the country. Damn, for real? Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not like the niggas was flying in. But we got like... <laughs> <laughs> Ain't like nobody was going to fuck the Sudan. Right, yeah. But no, we got we got like... um On a serious note, we got like diaspora like everywhere who just visit like at multiple times throughout the year. So they had to control that. But at the same time, it's... I mean, even if it hits us hard, it's not going to affect us as heavily as it's affecting, like, Italy or, like, the U.S., et cetera, et cetera. Countries that ain't dealing with Because, bro, we already shit. fucked up. Like, only place we can go up from here is up. Facts. Like, you can't get more down than we down. Like, Facts. A pandemic can't do shit to us. Like, niggas live through malaria year-round. 
And that's a pandemic that never goes away. Bro, and you got to think, motherfuckers that actually lived through that, they build up an immunity to that, and then you deal with something like corona. I'm no fucking scientist, you feel me? I'm no doctor. I'm no none of that. But all I can say is, is like based off the numbers and based off what I'm seeing, clearly this quote-unquote epidemic is not as serious in the sense of like killing people as like the seasonal fucking flu, you feel me? And then you go up with MERS, you go up with chickenpox, you go up with all these other diseases on that scale, that same scale. Yeah. Bro, peop- more people are dying on a yearly basis than that. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like just off of regular diseases. And I mean, I, that's not to d- dismiss the whole coronavirus outbreak as like oh, at all, something at all. that's overblown. Like it's definitely serious and I'm shook and I was definitely one of those people. I'll admit it. I was taking it as a joke at first and I was cracking jokes and I'm like, bro, niggas got to relax. But hey, let me ask you this, bro, because I feel like for most of our listeners, what you about to say is going to be um, synonymous with the way they feeling or, you know what I mean, the same vibe that they was on. When was the first moment that you took this shit seriously? Like five days ago. I no, think. no, but what was the moment? No, no, it was uh, no, it was definitely a week ago. A week ago, I was chilling at home, and then I saw that the NBA got canceled, and then I saw that fucking Tom Hanks had coronavirus, and those back. two things happened within like 30 minutes of each other. Bro, like and back like, to Whoa. back. Like, bro, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell all came down with it like 15 minutes apart, and then 20 minutes later, I see a Adrian Wojnarowski tweet saying the NBA is canceled. And then fucking 30 minutes after that, Tom Hanks got the Roni. And then his son is posting about him getting the Roni. And then oh, everybody bro. tripping. Up, it's, and then Italy goes on lockdown. Of all places, Italy. Yo, I was in Italy from March. I mean, uh, from February. What was it? February 8th through like February 16th, 15th, something like that. I was in Italy for a week. And, you know, the Corona was starting to build up. Yeah. Boom, I leave. Fast forward three weeks later, that country's going in fucking lockdown. My cousin, the shit that he be saying about like how the fucking vibe is out there, or like how the whole, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're just like, bro, imagine quarantined. Like, we, we can't leave the crib. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's illegal to leave the crib, right? In Italy right bro. now? That's a democracy. But it's just at that point, what are you going to do to make sure that, you know what I mean? Your people are good. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Look at China, man. China was like at first bro, when they some slick motherfuckers. When bro. when the shit first came out in like December, they were trying to like low key be slick about it and like hide it. And be like, nah, it's not really us. And like they tried to like sweep it under the rug. But like the more and more the cases grew, the more they started taking this shit seriously. And like they started building hospitals in like two or three days. They would just mobilize like construction crews and everything, and they built hospitals in like literally under a week. And they fucking, I mean. Chi- the Chinese government already has, like, hella surveillance on all of its citizens, which is crazy to think about. Like, they have, like, at least one billion people that live there, yeah. and they keep track of every single goddamn one. Their movements, their whereabouts, et cetera, et cetera. Like, That's a they are the, mo- they trip, are the most technologically advanced nation we've ever seen in the history of man. Like, they are way beyond the U.S. Like, it's crazy. Like, if you think about China, like, economically, they're, they're past us. Like, we're in debt to China. Think about that. Yeah. Like, we're, we're the biggest democracy in the world. We're, like... The biggest, I mean, whatever. Bro, and we, we get all our products made from them. Not only we get that. all our business from them. We get all our... Not like, only that. They're the biggest economy in the world. So they, they have hella countries all over the globe that just owe a debt to them. Like hella countries just owe them. They just the jug man. That, <laughs> they got the biggest population in the world that they're just controlling and keeping under siege. Like over 1 billion people. They're fucking, they have one of the strongest militaries in the world. They have one of the strongest healthcare systems in the world. They have one of the strong technology sectors in the world. They are the, like, when niggas were thinking about communism, China is, like, the goal. Right? Yeah. So, if you think about it, like, when the government actually started taking that shit seriously, like, they took, like, extreme measures to contain it. And now they're actually back to normal life. Because they were the first who actually went through it. They're they're like the guinea pigs, right? So, they went through it. They're back to normal life, granted through extreme measures. Like they had to build hospitals, like I said, in three days. They canceled all schools nationwide. They kept everybody under fucking siege at home. If you left the house, it was illegal. Um, they had medics knocking on every door, every apartment building, every high rise, just checking the temperature of people. They had these motherfuckers mobilized all over the nation, especially in like Wuhan where it started, right? Yeah. So all those efforts combined, they managed to control it now. So. Now the percentage of cases is lower, et cetera, et cetera. They managed to contain it, right? But 
if you're like the U.S., you're Italy or you're any like other European country, you can't follow China's model because that's a socialist, communist, uh, government-run nation, right? Yeah. And if you're America and the Western societies, like that's everything that you fought against in like the Cold War and everything else, you know? Like that's against your whole ideology is to suppress people's civil liberties and basic human rights, even if the end goal is to cure nas- like a global pandemic. It goes against your values. So if you're America and you're Italy and you can't do everything that China did just because you're a democracy and they're like a socialist society and that's the only success story we've seen, what are you going to do to contain it? You you see what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, yeah, not exactly. if, If your system is set up in such a way that you can't control it by any means necessary, then bro, we are fucked. And that's like the only thing I've been thinking about, like, it's it's only been getting worse and worse and worse by the day, bro. I mean, like, and honestly, when you when we look at like obviously what's happening with the day to day, like, come right now, this is Monday at nine, uh, around nine nine p.m. right now. You feel me? In about four hours, or no, three hours, we're about to go into a quote unquote lockdown where we can't leave the house unless it's for emergency but type thing. Stop you right there. Like, even when you say lockdown in America, lockdown is different. We're at that level right now. You got to think yeah. about what other countries was before or where they were at before we even got to the early stages of when they was at the early stages. You feel me? Yep. Because my biggest thing with this whole thing, I'm not going to lie. Like you said earlier, bro, like I was somebody that kind of like just took this as uh, I took it light. I'm you know, I'm not going to get sick. Keep it a buck with y'all. Like, bro, I haven't gotten sick like that since fucking three or four bro, years. Bro, like I'm scared to death of getting the flu. And this is like a worse version of the flu. Last time I really got the flu was three or four years ago, bro. My body is so immune to it. Yeah. So when I hear stuff like this, I'm no longer worried about myself. I'm worried about like older people in my family. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Because the crazy thing is, is my grandparents were supposed to come out here actually the weekend of my birthday. You feel me? Mm-hmm. This was like the first time they came back. This is like the second time they ever been to America. First time in like five, six years. You know what I mean? Mm. So it was just one of those like, damn, it was going to be cool. I was going to go back. That shit, fuck it. At the end of the day, man, us Indians got some strong ass immune systems, bro. We come from yeah. a third world country, and guess what? We got some hard ass shit we got to yeah. deal with biologically and all that bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're on. I mean, like, I don't give a fuck. At yeah. the end of the day, I don't want my fucking grandparents even taking a chance. Yeah, because I mean, you see the statistics. The numbers don't lie, right? Like older people, up. older people have a, a higher risk of fatality than us. Like, granted, like. Even us, like, we're scared, right? But, like, we're in our 20s. We're in, for the most part, good physical condition. Like, we're healthy, etc. So, like, at the end of the day, nothing bad is going to happen to us. You don't get sick for, like, a week and you're going to recover, right? That's considered mild symptoms. But, like, other people who get it, like, there's people who are functioning at, like, 80 years old that are scared they're about to die if they just fucking touch the wrong thing, which is crazy to think about. Like, and that brings me, like, to my other point. Like, last week, man, like, my pops actually came down with the flu. But when he came down with it, um... Like, he was out and about on, on, on Friday. Hey, for our listeners that don't know, how old is your pops? He was born in 1960, so I don't to do the math. It was, but he's about to be... 60? He's about to be 60 in October. Okay. Yeah, his, Damn, his, right yeah, his birthday and my birthday are two days apart. Fun fact. But yeah. Anyway, um, he was out He was out on Friday night, and then he came back Saturday. Uh, Saturday morning... Talking about this past Saturday. Uh, not this past one, but the one right before. Okay. This past Saturday, he fully recovered. Oh, okay, like, okay, okay, yeah, so you feeling a lot better? Yeah, no, yeah, the okay, one before, yeah, okay, okay. yeah so he, he came back on Saturday, and um, he went out for, like, a couple errands in the morning or whatever, he came back, like, around 10.30, 11 a.m., boom, immediately hit the bed, didn't get up till this Saturday, like, he was just down with the fucking flu, and, like, all day Saturday, I was convinced, I was in his ear trying to convince him, like, bruh, get up, let's go to the and doctor. Pop ain't the type to even go to the doctor. He's like, nah, bro, I'm good, I'm not even sick, like, he, he's trying to, like, play it off, thug it out type Yo, shit. Yo, my dad is the same way. But, bro, you could tell he was fucking, like, sick, like, I ain't never seen this nigga, like, because he's like me, where he can't just, like, kick it at the crib all day, he got bored, and he'll want to go out even if he ain't got plans, right? So, he just be, he's, he's in bed all day, like, shivering type shit, and I'm like, bro, let's go to the doctor, like, I'll take you to the fucking um, doctors on duty right now, but you got symptoms, we gotta check if it's coronavirus. Bro, you got to think from his perspective, it's like he's he's almost about to be 60. This is his firstborn son. Yeah. Homie, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. So he didn't even have, like, he didn't have enough pride in him to make me go take him. Like, because I feel like in the back of his head, is like, man, like, I don't want to be that old ass nigga where my, where my son is taking me as a sick old man to the doctor type shit. It's right. like a pride thing. Like, imagine your pops gets the virus. 
damn, you know, I'm the head of this family. Yep. I can't come down with this e- shit. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, so I try to convince him all day Saturday, n- nothing. Sunday, doctors on duty closes hella early, so I only got so much time to convince him. Yeah. Nothing. Hey, this is two I, Saturdays ago you talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then okay, Saturday, probably. going into Sunday, and then Monday morning, I go to work, and then I'm out here for the rest of the week, blah, blah, blah. Fucking, I get off of work, I call my mom, and they're at the hospital, sure enough. Like, you'd rather have my mom take him than me. I mean, but, facts, bro. You got to think. You think, hey, at the end of the day, you think you got this tight-ass yeah, bond with your yeah. pops. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those, like... But he want to show you that he's still young and he still got it type shit. You feel shit. me? Like, you know oh, I mean? that's my son. I'm yeah, good. exactly. Going off what you were saying about your pops trying to show the strength, it's the same shit my dad was doing back in the day when he was going through what he had to go through. You feel me? Yeah. And, like, my dad would never tell me that he was sick. Never. There was one day that he came in and he was just like, yo, I got this. That's like, I mean... I'm like, shit. And ever since that day... Bro, whenever I would see him in the hospital, this and that, he was always like, yo, I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm be all right. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting up. Yep. Like, yep. you know what yep. I mean? Yep. And that's also, like, that could be, like, misconstrued as, like, a sign of toxic masculinity. But that's nah, a, fuck that, that, That's bro. a topic that we'll save for another day. Nah, yeah. <laughs> but nah, that's definitely not that, bro, because it's one of those toxic masculinity is different in the Western culture than, the, uh, than everywhere else. When yeah. I say Western, I'm talking about most European and all of America. If you're yep. not fr- your your people or your you know what I mean like generations wise you're not from there you're not from there it's it's different you know what I mean as a man it's just you have a certain up like you know what I mean you got a certain like level that you got to uphold or a certain thing you got to uphold and I like I feel your pops one hundred percent bro like and I feel you even more than that because it's like I was more in your shoes than your pops you feel yeah me? yeah so he he's not the type that to want to show his oldest son any sign of weakness type of thing so like my mom took him. Sure enough, like, uh, they quarantined him at a CHOMP, which is Community Hospital of the Monterey Peninsula. Boom. <laughs> so okay, they, okay. Yeah. I, you know what? They, they quarantined You answered my question, but I was about to be like, what type of fucking hospital is named that's, CHOMP? That's the only hospital we got, like, major hospital me, we got. though? Yeah. Would you call chomp. a hospital CHOMP? Everybody, everybody, if you're a local from Monterey, just call it CHOMP. That's funny, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, that's no, they, crazy. They quarantined him at CHOMP. Um, he, was in, he was in, like, his own, like, hospital bed for... An hour and a half, even though he didn't have coronavirus, he only had the flu, but they had to be 100% sure. They took his blood, they tested him, boom. No coronavirus, just the flu. Hey, real quick. Go home, recover. Hey, how'd you feel about that? I was like, whew. I kind of knew it, though. Like, No, no, but I'm talking about him being quarantined. Was he around other people that was sick? Because you know in the hospital, they've been saying like a lot of people have been catching it. Mm. Just being in the hospital with a lot of people that's around it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, he was, for the whole week that he was sick, he was chilling in our family room. So our family room was like adjacent to our living room and everybody else got their own rooms, whatever. So he was just kind of like by himself, isolated. Oh, back home, back home. Everybody kept six feet away from him, just left him by himself. (laughs) What's up, pops? We check on him. Air five. We'd get him some water, whatever, but he was just like down with the flu. And I I, I knew it wasn't the coronavirus because I was reading up on it and... The biggest symptom of coronavirus is that it's like a respiratory infection, right? So you're going to have like hella coughs, hella, you know, like wheezing, et cetera, et cetera. But like he didn't show any symptoms of that like his third or fourth day in. And he used to be like a heavy cigarette smoker. Okay. Like he quit okay. when he had me. But before he had me, he used to smoke like a pack a day type of shit. So, Damn, okay, okay. so like if, if he really had a respiratory infection, he'd be in trouble. So I would have noticed it right off the bat. And he, he wasn't really like having any chest pains or coughing or nothing. He was just like fever, headache, and rest. That was it. So he's good now, though. But yeah, it's, it's just like little things like that where we're right smack in the middle of flu season, right? So you can't really distinguish between who has the Roni and who has the flu. At all. Um, so I, I, I found out about this little story about like these two, this Indian couple from Kerala, right? Because mm. they were trying to come back to America. But they got diagnosed with the coronavirus in India. They mm-hmm. got tested in the hospital and this and that. Boom. They're like, yo, we just trying to make it back to America and everything will be good. We're not trying to fucking be quarantined in India. Mm-hmm. So they hopped on. They tried to hop on a plane. At the gate, they got stopped by the police. Oh, shit. They pulled up their documents. Found out that they they got tested positive for the fucking uh, corona. Mm-hmm. They can't get on the plane now. Damn. Now they're... Not only being quarantined in India, you're also getting held for like, bro, you almost contaminated an entire plane. We're talking about an entire, like, that's almost like a hundred people, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Easily. If yeah. not more. 
And it's like, it's so easy to get contaminated on a plane too, because you're in like the planes make me uncomfortable, bro. Especially like economy scene. That's why they gotta get rich, bro. Like Bruh. I can't be sitting that close to proximity with strangers. You know me. Like I don't like niggas touching me. I don't at like niggas all. Hella close at to me. all. I just be getting hell uncomfortable if you're like too close to me. Like, bro, just me. hey, people don't get it with economy seats, especially with foreign flights. You got three on the right side, five in the middle, three on the left side, and you got an aisle way between the left in the middle and the right in the middle. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now imagine you got. 15 rows of that, and that's section one of economy. Section two of economy is almost 15 to 20 rows of that. Section three of economy is 15 to 20 rows of that. Yep. We're talking about 15 to 20 rows three times of five, three, three, eight. What was that, 12? Nah, was that uh, 11? Yep. Shit, I was wrong. It ain't even 100 people. That's 100 people per section. Exactly. Like that shit's, it's, and you're like hella close proximity to all of them. All of them, bro. And that gets you thinking about the kids, bro. You remember when I told you, like, when I was, um, I mean, for those who don't know and for those who give a fuck, like, <laughs> I was out in Sudan uh, this past winter. So winter break, I was out there December. I came back New Year's Eve. And um, I took a flight back from D.C. I was connecting in D.C. and I took a flight back here to SF, right? That's East Coast, West Coast, boom, six hours, right? Um, I was supposed to have an eight-hour layover in D.C., but I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm not staying in here eight hours. So I went to the fucking customer service desk and I was like, hey, you got any fucking tickets that can go earlier than fucking 6 p.m.? I'm there at 10 a.m. <laughs> I'm like, you got any tickets yeah, that I'm go not early? trying to be here for fucking eight yeah. hours. So they're like, ah, we got something for you at 1 p.m. I'm like, fuck it, put me on. It's going to be 50 bucks. All right, fuck it, here you go, right? So I, I make my way over to the gate. I'm sitting. I already know this plane's about to be crowded as fuck because the gate... You ever been to a gate where it's just like you can't even find seating on the chairs and yeah. you gotta just fucking lean up against the wall on the and fucking floor and shit and f- your phone be dead so you gotta find like a fucking wall outlet and shit you be sitting hell uncomfortable. Ain't that right? But tell me why. In these situations, your ass is trying to be the first person in line because I just want my baggage yep. to be above yep. my head. And I hate being that nigga too that, that just rushes to the fucking front of the line when they All the time, bro, because I don't want to be that weird dude. But at the same time, you're not putting my only handbag fucking down underneath the fucking shit because I got half the shit that I want. I'm gonna get to that too. It's a fucking 14 hour flight, bro. Listen, listen, right? So I fucking get there, right? I do all the shit we were just talking about. I'm sitting on the ground fucking two hours. As soon as they announce the plane's about to board, boom, I'm at the front of the line, right? But since I didn't get a ticket on the initial flight Uh, and I had to get rebooked and pay to get like a different flight, they fucking... You got economy B. I didn't get my my, my carry-on tag because I was international, Uh, right? So they had to fucking take my carry-on and they put it with the other shit. So I was in the fucking... I, I walked to my fucking seat just flailing my arms. just like no fucking luggage, nothing. And then they fucking sit me down on the fucking middle seat. Yo, that's fucked. The middle uh, seat. That's, middle a, seat. that's a six-hour flight, dog. And I'm in the middle hey, who, seat. Hey, who was sitting next to you when you had a, I had like an old like uh, Pakistani dude. And then I had like a fucking young, weird-ass, like gamer girl, green-haired, Well, either one white of them girl. fat. No. Okay, no, you no, no, lucky, that bro. That was good. And they were probably like really happy that I was there. I'm the skinniest nigga of all time. Bro, hey, can I tell you, man? Like, I remember it was on a flight on my way back from fucking, um, you know, it was on my way back from uh, Europe one time. You feel me? Yeah. Dog, when I tell you, I got sat to two of the fattest motherfuckers. And motherfuckers that, and bro, hey, this wasn't as bad as that Megabus ride I told you where... Quick little story. I got I got stuck in a mega bus down from San Jose to Los Angeles. Me being a two hundred and thirty husky, bro. You feel me? I, I was sat next to at least like a two fifty, two sixty Samoan brother. <laughs> along right on the other side, it was a fucking like she was at least one sixty, one sixty three. Little um, you know what I mean? A little Chinese, little Asian lady. You feel me? We just fighting for the armrest and all that shit. It wasn't as bad as that. <laughs> But at the end of the day, that was just a six-hour, you know what I mean? Bus ride, it is what it is. I was able to get off, and I, I went and sat down on the steps by there. That's, it's you even can't more, do that oh, in a fucking man. flight, bro. In a yeah. flight, sit in your seat. You fighting over the goddamn elbow shit, you yep, know what I mean? Yep, Because it, nine times worst. out of ten, when it's my, was me and my family, bro, it's me, my mom, my dad, you feel me? Yeah. So it's like we know whoever's on the aisles, they lean in on either the right, they're leaning on the left. Yep. Whoever's in the middle get both. This, think, it, about, think about flying. Obviously, oh. when you the, when you the kid, you you get none of that. When and you, it's when like, you're bro, younger, your th- mom get the fucking both armrests, your dad get yep, both yep, armrests. Yeah. Just chill, be happy, you here. And <laughs> when you was a little kid, at least you know you didn't have that much body mass, so you could just like lay exactly, on there, exactly. fucking like laps and shit too, and just 
be stretched out while they tired as fuck. I mean, it depends, but, bro. You and me got two different body masses, bro. Oh yeah. I hit. I, a, I, I don't bro, take up no space, so. Homie, I hit a hundred pounds in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? We got. We talk about two different things yeah. right now. But I feel you though. Like it was one of those like. When you traveling with your family and you around your family, everybody knows, like, let's make sure everybody's comfortable. Oh, yeah. When you with other people. They don't give a fuck about your comfort, nigga. Right. Like, especially you if you're flying middle? alone. Yeah. You're flying alone, you a man. You, your comfort matters the least on anybody. Out of that At flight. all, bro. The girl goes. No, the kid goes. Then the girl. Then the old people. Then you. Yep. Then you. Then you, Oh, you, you're a grown man and you're flying by yourself. And you're in your 20s? Middle oh. seat, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. But, yeah. I say that story just to say, right? I'm oh. sitting. I'm sitting in the middle. And, like, this dude, like, it's a six-hour flight, so, you know, motherfuckers are going to take naps, right? And, like, he leans over, and he almost damn near has his fucking, like, head on my shoulder type of Pause. shit. Pause. And I'm just like, bro, that could easily, like, transmit disease, whether he has it and he's transmitting it to me, or, or even worse, it. if I have the coronavirus and I'm transmitting it to this 80-year-old foreign man who I'm risking his life type of shit. Right? So... It's and this, cra- you, this you talking about a couple months ago when you came back. Yeah, it's crazy when you think about it. So, like, imagine you're on a flight, right, before they even announced the pandemic. And you're like, damn, this shit's been around for X amount of weeks. Oh, shit, I was on a flight the other day and this mother, this old motherfucker. You start thinking. Yeah, like, it's crazy. That's why I don't go out like that. That's why I fucking. Bro, you know what the luckiest I, I, thing happened I don't like people. <laughs> when I came back from fucking Italy, right? Yeah. So, um, when I went out there for my whole, the whole thing with my cousin and everything, you feel me? When I came back um, from Italy to Zurich on that flight, it was a uh, three and three island in the middle. It was one of them small flights. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, me, I had all three seats to myself. From Zurich to California, I had the aisle seat. That should the be the seat, best. N- this the mid. Hey, so you remember how we said three five three? Yep. Yep. Or three four. This one was three four. It's three. always the international flights that. Are you know like what that. I mean? Yeah. So it's three, four, three. I'm in the middle with the four. I'm on the aisle seat on the left side. And you got three four. seats in between. No, 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 no. I had the one seat in the middle, right? I started hollering at old girl. You know, we was chopping it up and this and that. Come to find out her fucking boyfriend, or not her boyfriend, her fucking husband comes around the corner mm-hmm. and sits next to her on the other side. Cool. I don't give a fuck. I got the seat next to me empty. Yeah. I got the other side as the aisle. Yep. Bro, I got so fucking lucky. It yeah. is ridiculous. You're probably sleeping with your fucking head hanging out the aisle and shit. The fucking hey, you ain't gonna believe this, bro. <laughs> hey, so you know right behind me, right? So I'm in um so you know how in like international flights it goes first class, business class. Yep. And usually they enter economy in between first and business. Yep. So you walk through business. No, no, no. I hate that shit. <laughs> they make you feel petty as fuck. Fuck, bro. They walk you right through the business motherfuckers who are already sitting reading their newspapers bro. like you broke ass nigga. Yo, and, hey, and, and the thing is, in every every aisle in fucking first class is one, two, one. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Spacious. Yeah. Business class, one, two, one. It's just a little bit tighter. These motherfuckers got their feet up sipping coffee and fucking reading the newspaper. Bro, and they have you walk through business class and then go to the first uh That's a marketing ploy. That's a marketing oh, ploy. We're not, we're not gonna go there yet. You walk in. To the left is first class, but the shits is closed. The doors is closed. Go ahead and hit your right. Walk through business class. Yep. And then go to fuck, bruh. So, anyways, I go all the way back to the third section of economy, right? Yep. And then you know how in the third section of economy, towards the back, you got one full row, meaning the four seats, three and three, and then right behind it, it is it's three. No, it's three. And like that little big, um, the big compartment of the plane starts. Then you have those re- seat behind it is two. The seat behind it is one. Yeah, yeah. So the dude right behind us was in a seat of three in the middle. You know what I mean? Mm. So I went to the bathroom. Pass. I look over. This dude ain't even sitting on the seats, bro. Because he had all three seats to himself. This motherfucker made a whole ass bed on the floor. Yeah. Where motherfuckers rest their heads. He's fucking passed out sleeping, Because you got to think. This nigga was tired, bro. Like. Oh, I feel it, but how grimy yeah, is that, I mean, bro? Like, what? Shit, nigga. Like, Catch just, me on the fucking yeah. floor of economy. <laughs> Broke you got ass me shit. fucked up, bro. Give got, me a bad back. Give me a fucked up neck. You're never going to see me on the floor of economy. Because you, you got to think about it. Like, the the airplane seating system is almost like a uh, capitalist society, right? You got <laughs> you got the you got the first class who are like the elite one percenters that you don't even see when you walk in the plane. You don't know what the fuck they they life be about. So it's like you can't even fathom the luxury they're living in. And then you got middle class. It's like damn, I wish I had their life. And then your broke bummy ass walk to the economy. 
And you're just like you're you're the fucking peasant. Hey, you know what the crazy thing they added now? Premium economy. Damn. They added that now. You know, it, you know it's what's funny? They be adding more fucking sections and they don't even uh lower the economy fucking at all, prices bro. at all. They literally keep an economy at base and they're like, hey, we're going to raise this whole like front half of the front bunker. So that's probably about like 50 to 50 to like 60 seats. That's premium economy. We'll give you some space. Bro, you got to think about it, too, man. Like economy, that's business, though. E- economy class be generating the most revenue for flights easily. Like I'm, I'm not even down to look that number up. I just know that for a fact because most motherfuckers ride economy. And it's like so to say that is like to say, OK, we generate a big percentage of that revenue. Right. What if all the motherfuckers who can't afford business in first class and can only ride economy like there's a lot of people who like they make good money and it's like they can't they still can't afford business class. That should just be too expensive. Right. So what if all the motherfuckers that just ride economy just fucking just boycott? Like I'm not going on a flight until they lower these fucking fares. But see, you know that can't happen, bro. If it happened, they would have no fucking choice. Oh, at all, bro. They would be broke as shit. But think about it. They know motherfuckers gotta visit their family. Yeah. So how you gonna do it, motherfucker? By by sea? (laughs) (laughs) You gonna hop on a boat? Oh, you you gonna swim across the Pacific, nigga? You gotta get on the flight. (laughs) (laughs) But nah, nah, that's real shit. And and you know it's fucked up. But they know that people like you and me. Shit, we could survive going long periods of time without going back to our home country. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like we've developed enough of a culture of our own or we've developed enough of um, who we are. You know what I mean? We have enough of a home base out here that we be out. Yeah. But people like our parents, there's only so much time they can go because at the end of the day, the people they not visiting... Is their brothers, yep, their sisters, their parents, their cousins, yeah, their like, parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like they're first to kin the same way we have first to kin yep. out here. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And it's like you're just doing the best for your kids, man. Think about it. You get kids, and now you got to leave all your homies and shit. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, bread. Like that's something that I always think about, and yeah. I just look back and I'm like, you know what? Every time I'll be bitching and fucking, I'm like, you know what? Y'all left y'all whole family for me, so I could shut the fuck up. You ever think you could raise your kids outside of America? Nah, because it's all I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, But at the end of the day, that's the same thing. Like, you ask my fucking mom or you ask my dad, uh, when could, they was my age, when they was 25, could they raise their kids outside of India? The answer wouldn't be, though. They'd be like, I hope so. Yeah. I don't want to fucking raise them over here. Exactly. Think about it, bro. Think about how bad your country has to be for it's like the only place you've ever known and you know it's shitty compared to everything else. Like, I know a lot of people in Sudan, like my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, whatever. Like, bro, they ain't never seen shit outside of that tiny-ass city in the middle of Sudan that nobody's ever heard of, right? They ain't never seen nothing outside of that. And they are still trying to make it the fuck out. Like, they just see, like, movies on TV, like, Arab movies, like, Western movies and shit like that. And they're just like, man, I'm trying to get out of this fucking shithole. Like, even if it's the only place you've ever known, you still realize it's a shithole. Whereas, see, like, if, it's, if, if you're living in, like, luxury, you don't realize it's a luxury if it's the only place you've ever known. But if it's a complete like, damn, bro, like this shit is hard. Like you know it. Like it doesn't. It doesn't like take any comparison to anything else for you to realize that. Damn, that perspective of understanding where it's just all you come from is shit. Like perfect example. Any of one of our cousins, you know what I mean? Yep. They they got what we used to be to compare to as their current. Yep. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. They almost get jealous of you to an extent. Oh, not to an extent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like. Like, it's easy to tell, like, it's easy to pick out your favorite cousins, at least for me, uh, because I know the motherfuckers, my, like, my, like, I have cousins that I'm really close with that I consider as, like, my, my siblings type of shit. Yeah. That they know that, I mean, they never even bring up the fact that I, I'm from here. Like, we, we couldn't speak in, like, six, seven months, and I wouldn't hit them up, and I'd feel like a complete asshole about it. But then I'd go back, and I'd kick it with them, and they wouldn't even mention it. They'd, they'd act like nothing even happened, like... But I mean, that's it's some cool. real ones, bro. Yeah, exactly. They don't even mention the fact that I'm from, they don't ask for nothing, right? And so you just give them out the kindness of your heart. So, I mean, it's 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 people like that that it's just like, damn, bro. Like, it's always the good motherfuckers that are just suffering the most, too. Bro. Hey, bro, big facts, man. It really is, man. It ain't even got to do with people in the world. It really just got to do with you look internally to your own family and you just see, like, Certain people that just ain't have like opportunities that you was given. It ain't even opportunities that we made. It's just opportunities that was granted to a generation before us. Yep. You know what I mean? And the fact that they chose to deal those cards right or they chose to play that hand right. You know what I mean? 
But at the same time, going off of like cousins being jealous, bro, like. I know there's motherfuckers that's out there like hating on me. I got cousins that's fucking tripping on me saying this and that. But at the same time, I look back at like, what the fuck have you done, bro? Like the same shit when I went back to uh, when I was out in Italy, I linked up with a couple of my uh, couple of my cousins. I, like I, I had to check one of my cousins and I even told him, bro, it was like the same cousin that he ended up having some beef with my mom and my aunties over some shit that happened with my grandma's death, this and that. Regardless, I understood his his side of the things because he's related to my family because his dad is my mom's older brother. Okay. But a boy, a man is always going to be having respect and the utmost whatever for his for moms. The one, not just his moms. No, no, no. no but for, No, I'm just saying this situation for his moms, you yeah. feel me? And his moms wasn't given the quote-unquote respect that he felt that she deserved at his grandmother, my grandmother, his dad's mother's funeral. The difference is, is at his grandmother's funeral, his grandmother's four daughters are going to be the one that sit in front row. Yep. Your mom isn't, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's not even just your mom. Like, bro, like all the women in your family, like. No, nah, fact. No, no. But I'm saying this situation, he was mad because his mom wasn't given that same respect as the four sisters were yeah. given. At the end of the day, bro, your mom isn't guaranteed none of that shit. She isn't fucking afforded none of that yep. shit. And My neither, mom and neither is are they. Young. Like, all that respect that you perceive that they're given like it could all just go away like that and it's meaningless once they're gone and and the thing is it's just one of those like bro like my mom my aunt my aunt my aunt like my mom's three older sisters like they're the females of this family they mother just died your mom's mother-in-law just died yeah she may have had a connection this and that at the end of the day bro like don't ever cross that line so anyways he had that beef with that shit this and that, and he ended up having his homies pull up to the house or whatnot, and just try to act, act all, act all macho, and try to fucking uh, set an example, or just try to fuck, you know what I mean? Try to intimidate people. Yeah. Literally, bro, how you gonna bring two, three other people, uh, two other people from in the city to my family's house a couple of days after my grandma died, bro? Yeah. No grandma died. Yeah. That's some out of pocket shit. Yeah, just being. So yeah. I told him all this shit. Uh, what was it a month ago? And like we was um, so we we left. So I pulled up to Italy, um, what was it? I think it was like Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Bowl happened on the 3rd. So that Thursday, that fall on Thursday, was it 4th, 5th, 6th, uh, the 7th. Mm-hmm. So I put up, up to Italy. We was just chilling there at the hospital for all for, for all that. Sunday, we, I uh, know, Sunday morning, we ended up leaving to pick up my aunt, uh, my two aunt. So my, my godmother and uh, my cousin Nikki's mom, both my mom's sisters, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. While we was waiting the bus up, I looked at my cousin. I'm like, bro, you know I don't fuck with you, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, what are you talking about? This and that. I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I don't like you, bro. Like, you're a fucking dickhead. I got some and cousins we, who are the, pieces of shit. Like, nah, like, and I told him that. I'm like, bro, like, I heard all the stories about you after. Because me and him had a problem. Like, once I found out about, like, how he acted mm-hmm. in front of my mom. This was, like, uh, 20 fucking 13 when I, when I spent six months in... Uh, Six weeks in India, like a month and a half in India by myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I went out there after I graduated high school just to kick it with family and shit because it was like, when's the next time you're going to see them? You know what I mean? Yep. And me and him, like, bro, I squared up with him. I, you think that you just about to be over here fucking disrespecting our family like that? So then fast forward, like, last month, me and him, we talked about it because it's just me and him waiting for this bus stop going to pick up my aunts and shit. I'm like, bro, I don't fuck with you. He's like, yo, what are you talking about? I'm like, do you really not get it? And I broke it down for him. I'm like, bro, like, you a dickhead, bro. Just because you was out here scamming people in the city, you was out here fucking stealing money from people in the city. Tell you, you even did that to my own uncle. You feel me? My mom's younger brother, my cousin's fucking pops, bro. Me and my cousin talk about this shit. Shouts out Jerry, bro. I love you. Like he literally had his pops looking stupid. And lucky for lucky for his pops, his pops is fucking smart enough to where he was able to like make himself better after that shit. But imagine like one of your cousins hustles your pops for like fucking twenty twenty five k. 30k and that's like that's supposed to be your bloodline that's supposed no bro like that's like your nephew is telling you buy this property yo we gonna make some money he robs the fucking place from you keeps all the money and then finally when shit goes bad he's able to make a little money he gives you back your investment but keeps all his gross earnings off of that property that he said was supposed to be yours from the beginning yeah little shit like that so i told him because it's funny now bro because my cousin i'm not gonna say his name bro because my cousin He's fucking now in Italy fucking... He can't go back to Kerala, bro. He's like stuck there? 
No. People in Kerala are looking for him, looking for his wife, and looking for his kids, bro. Like the off with his head type shit. He off got, with he his, got head money type. On his head. Yes. Damn. He cannot. That's why he's living in Italy right now. I'm sorry. He's a piece of shit. Facts, like, bro. If that's what it's come to, like he's a like he's a piece of shit. And like, you know what the if fucked he, up part is? He back. never thanked my fucking aunt for bringing him to Italy, bro. Yeah, you, she brought him to fucking Italy, and you still act like a piece of shit. You got money on your head and like your homeland, and then like even in Italy where you still got family, they don't fuck with you. It's just like, come on, bro. You got to evaluate yourself as a person at that point. Like, I get it, man. Sometimes, like, people, they, they go through things where they struggle and they go through hard times. But your character truly shows in, like, how you handle it, man. You can either, it's easy to just, like, be just, like, a complete fucking piece of shit and come out of it just not caring about life or whatever. But what does that say about your character, man? It just, it, it just... At the end of the day, your story is going to be like you went through hard times and you were addicted to everybody else because of it and you blamed everybody else because Bro, of it. Bro, and the sad thing is, man, his pops is my favorite uncle. And his pops, out of all the cousins, bro, he fucks with me the hardest. Yeah. Like, bro, he, like, my uncle was the first uncle I smoked with, the first uncle I drank with, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's my uncle. Shouts out my uncle Jose, you feel me? Yeah. Like, that dude is, like, bro, that's my, like, my mom's, that's my mom's oldest brother, oldest sibling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Her youngest sibling, her youngest brother growing up, he even told me, he was like, bro, I used to be scared of my brother Joe's. Yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. he just always thought he was about to get his ass whooped by him. Or he just, you know what I mean? He was just an intimidating dude. Yep, yep. But to this day. Damn, bro, that reminds me, not to cut you off, but you nah, know, you did that to me. That reminds me, man, of my fucking uncle, my mom's, because my mom is the youngest of seven, right? Yeah. And like, um, her oldest brother, who was like my favorite uncle when I was a kid, man. He has nine kids, and I, I fuck with all of them. Like, they're all, like, my first cousins. Like, that's her oldest brother. He's the oldest of seven. She's the youngest of seven. The age difference between them is 22 years. Okay, okay. Right? So, he, he passed away in 07, and I was fucked up. And she was R. fucked R. up. Like, bro, she took it the hardest out of all the siblings just because she was the youngest, and, was and he was the oldest, him. and he felt like a second father to her type shit because her, her dad, like, the age difference. Like, by the time my dad, like, her, my grandfather... Like, had my mom. He was already, like, in his 50s. You know what I mean? Damn, okay, So, like, okay, okay. She, she saw him like a second father type of thing. And I just remember, man, like, all my memories of him come from when, when I was a kid because he died in 07, obviously. So, I was, what, 12 years old when he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I used to go back, like, every summer starting in 03 up until he died. And, man, dude, like, like you said, the oldest sibling is the most intimidating. Like, he walk in the room, everybody gets up to shake his hand. Like, he gets the most respect out of anybody. Like, he was a well-respected motherfucker, right? And... One of the like one of his kids that um is the cousin that I don't really fuck with is is, is one of his kids, man. And he's just like yeah. the total opposite of what you would what you would think that he would raise him to be. Exactly. And this dude he was an honorable man. Like people still like mourn his death. Like he was like a huge loss in our family type of shit. So Bro, I I, I my bad. I'm gonna let you finish. Keep it nah, a buck. I was done, but go ahead. No, no, no. Keep it a buck. The cousin who I'm talking about, his fucking younger brother is a real one, bro. And I fuck with him. He is one of my fa- one of my favorite cousins. Cause guess what? He's like the definition of kept it. A- he he did whatever the fuck he had to do. Moved out of Kerala. For those of y'all that think moving from Kerala to Bombay is, bro, you still in India? Nah, that's like you moving from one country to the other. That's like you moving, different- you, you moving from New York City to fucking like butt fuck Montana. Facts, bro. Yeah. The other way around, though. You feel me? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Bombay is through a city. <laughs> Kerala is not buttfuck, but you know, Montana. You know Montana. I mean? <laughs> the whole state of Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of the cuts type <laughs> shit. But anyways, that's yeah. the same cousin I told you that married the Muslim girl and she converted to uh, Christianity. Yeah, you were telling me. She, like, that, you know what I mean? Either she had to convert to uh, Christianity or he, he had, had to convert to, to Islam. Yeah. Like, hey, roll the dice. <laughs> Flip a coin. Facts, bro. Two sides of... Man, this ain't the same <laughs> coin, motherfucker. <laughs> well, guess it's Islam. <laughs> Bruh, but nah, yeah, so, like, I fuck with his brother, but my oldest uncle, Uncle Joseph's oldest kid, bruh, like, dog, you are foul, you are, I'm just stopped, bruh. Hey, but it's it's all on. love, though, it's all love. It's all love, bruh. That don't but, make you no better than them for fucking But nah, hey, going back, hey, hey, nah, it ain't even bad mouth, it, it it's going back to what I was telling you, like, I let him know all this shit, and me and him came to an understanding, I was just like, bro, why'd you do that? Like, I get it. You 36, bro. Don't talk to me like I'm that oh, fucking... Oh, no. I thought he was all right. He's 36? 36. Bro, he... Bro, my uncle is almost close. He's he's pushing like 65, 66. Oh, I was like, damn. If you ain't got it together by now, then nigga, I don't know what No, no, no. He got, he got two kids. He got his wife moved out. You know what I mean? It was... He got kids and he acting this way? Bro, like, the he been acting... The, he was doing this shit 
over a period of time and it finally caught up to him over like a course of 10, 15 years. That or like 10 years. That shit finally caught up to him. That's why now he's in Italy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not giving it a pass. I could talk about cousins that ain't got shit together that's 40 right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm talking about the fact that you had so many people fooled and then now it's funny to see shit come full circle and then now you in that state. Yeah. And the fact that you Honestly, bro, if, yeah. if the shit didn't happen to my other cousin, I wouldn't be in Italy and I wouldn't even have this conversation with him. Yep. This motherfucker, you know what's crazy? He didn't even know about what the fuck was going on until a couple like a couple of days after when people were starting to inform him because other people were telling him shit that wasn't the actual story. So he was calling our family like, yo, what's going on? I heard this. I heard that. I heard, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you you still quote unquote family. You know what I mean? You had a connection with Youngin, yeah. this and that. We're not going to let you construe the story. Let me ask you this, though. Did, did, did your cousin Nikki fuck with him at all? Yeah, bro. My cousin Nikki was the one who uh, actually was trying to break up the the original. Like, bro, like back in India, what was it? 20, 2013, after I found out he did all that foul shit at my fucking grandma's fucking funeral. Mm-hmm. Nikki was actually the one. Nikki and my cousin Jerry, bro. They were the ones who... He was, like, one, he was the one trying to, like, mend relationships type of shit. Yeah, bro, because at the end of the day, you got to remember, too. Damn, it's always the good ones, bro. Like, Nikki was the one. He he was born in Italy, raised in Italy. Mm. From, like, half middle school all the way through high school, he went to boarding school in India. Okay. So this was at the time when he was in boarding school in India. Yeah. So at the time when he was in boarding school in India, my, co- my cousin, the one we talking about, he was the one running Kochi. Not running it, running it, but running it. You know what yeah. I mean? He had three, four businesses lined up out there. He, like, his biggest business was he was like a, a like quote unquote a loan shark. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he'd be lending people money and then just lend- making profit off of it. Exactly. Yeah. But he was dogging family. He wasn't just dogging. That's outside. why he has money on his head. Not only was he dogging family, he's also dogging his friends, and he was also dogging people that he wasn't cool with. So now you combine all three of these factors. Bruh, don't fuck it. Bruh, motherfuckers want to whoop his ass, bro. Motherfuckers want him dead. He cannot. And I, you know what's funny? I asked him about this shit, too. I was like, bro, is it true you can't go back to Kerala? He was like, nah, man. What are you talking about? Nah, nah, nah. I can go back. I'm like, you haven't been back in like two years. Like, what's up? Why, uh, why'd you move your wife to Italy? Why'd you move your kids to Italy? You know what I mean? Mm. Or no, I think it's, no, no, his wife and his kids now in Germany. I'm tripping. But regardless, why'd you move them to Europe? You know yeah. what I mean? Why is this happening? Why is that happening? You can have an answer for everything, but at the end of the day, you got to answer to your own truth, bro. You yep. 35 acting like a fucking fool. And I get it, bro. Like, And honestly, I'll keep it a buck, bro. I forgave him for all that shit that happened with our family because I'm not going to hold that over my own head. But at the same time, even... Cool. That's one weight lifted off your shoulder. You clearly got a bunch of other shit you got to handle. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean... Because, bro, I remember how he used to talk to me before, bro. This motherfucker was ready to flex. He had the bread, had his office. He fucking stacks the... Ru- bro, I'm, th- I'm talking about not even just like 120,000 rupees. I'm talking about bands, 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 bands. Bands will make a dance. Nah, bro, I'm <laughs> talking about like I seen this motherfucker with some bread. Yeah. And that was funny. Dirty ass bread. You yeah. feel me? You know what's crazy? That's why I was shook when he said he's 36. I'm like, bro, like, if he's acting like this at 36, imagine how much of a piece bruh, of shit he I was know at he, 25. Bro, he could have been, he could be, I remember him at 25, bro. I was yeah. like fucking 13, 12. That's how I always look at my, where my life is at now. Because you know like, we, we, we're like, what, we're 24, 25. So it's like, all right, this is my stupid phase of life, right? So by the time I get like but thirty, but you're not crossing nobody. Yeah, exactly. You're not fucking exactly, up relationships. Exactly, exactly. So if I'm still doing stupid shit that niggas at twenty three years old are telling me I'm looking stupid, and if I'm thirty, I'm just like, bro, like, no, I, like, yeah, fuck that, man. I can't be in my thirties like just not taking care of my wife, not taking care of my kids, and doing all, and doing some bullshit. But how's your family in Italy doing right now, though? Like, are they um, they they, they got the roni or not? Nah, 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 nobody. In my family got the roni. They just. They just in lockdown right now, bro. Um, yeah, man. I'm not going to lie. Me personally, I'm just... You know me, bro. Like how I am naturally. I'm a whore. Shouts out to everybody I know. I'm like, a so, horrible I thought about to say I'm a whore. I'm a horrible... <laughs> no, I'm a horrible communicator, you motherfucker. Yeah. No, I'm a horrible communicator, bro. But last time I talked to my family uh, from out in Italy, you know what I mean? It was like a week, week and a half ago. 
it's one of those like they just quarantine in their house, bro. But that's nothing different than what most Indian families do. Yep. Like just not not saying that we just stick in the house all the time. I'm talking about we're not interacting with motherfuckers we don't know. That's what I was saying. Like, bro, like I tweeted this the other day. Like, quarantining myself doesn't sound that bad of a thing, man. It like, sounds fucking normal. Kicking at the crib by myself. Like, oh shit. Like, I got my TV. I got no work. I'm just chilling, Psh, staying away from people. Nigga, come on, son. That's I don't fucking lit. Deal with that shit. That's fucking lit. So let's get lit. And on let's... top of that, I got the immune system of a gangster. Exactly, man. Come like, on now. Come on, son. Like, fuck all that shit. But hey, man, to to all the listeners out there, y'all stay safe. Um, y'all be easy. Y'all take care of yourselves. Sanitize. Wash hey, your man, hands. Shower. Make sure you dirty that ass y'all niggas. <laughs> all the dirty niggas Spats. getting all the dirty niggas getting rony. Tune in right now. I'm giving y'all the gold right now. 11 p 11 a.m. to 1:30 p.m. That's around the time that Walmart gets its new uh shipment in every single day. So grocery stores, supermarkets, they finna be open. I was chopping it up with uh, one of the employees earlier today, and he said 11 a.m. till 1.30 p.m. is around the time that the fucking truck comes in with the new shipment. So get y'all shitted. Get y'all Lysol. Yep. You, you don't got too many options, man. You just got grocery stores. You got Walmart. You got Target. You got Whole Foods. You got Hey, find Trader you a Joe's. 7-Eleven with some ratchets. 7-Eleven's still open? Is that considered grocery or convenience? I don't know, man, but find you a 7-Eleven with some ratchets, and guess what? You Regular like, folks ain't finna go and buy out You mean like the one the right spot. down the street from our apartment? I ain't gonna lie. The one down the street from us is completely sold out of Raggedy. all our shit. Oh, for real? Yeah, we went there earlier today. But you know. Damn, niggas is cleaning out 7-Eleven shelves. That's how hey, you know shit's getting hard, bro. Like, damn. Hey, but you know we good, bro. You see how much shit we got stocked up? Yeah. Yeah, we good. We, we stocked up for a minute. Knock on wood, but I'm not gonna lie, bro. That wasn't wood. Man, why the fuck you gotta call me? <laughs> <that>? You just <laughs> went with it. <laughs> Let me just uh... <laughs> That's plastic, Ronnie. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm not trying to get sick, so... Y'all don't get sick. We ain't gonna get sick. I don't like none of you niggas anyway, so stay away from me. Skirt! But yeah, uh, I'm your boy Waleed, and I'm signing out this two-coin podcast. Hey, it's your boy Ronnie. Stay safe. Don't let the Ronnie get you. Gang! <laughs>